0: Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today we have a bonus episode for number 61 where we will be talking about our experience at the Moonlight Magic DVC event. So this was actually our first DVC kind of extra hours event for us to go down to. It was kind of spur of the moment. Brennan just decided that he was going to try to get tickets because we know in the past it's been, you know, hard to get them, but we were successful and we were literally in Florida for maybe 36 hours. So it was kind of a whirlwind trip for us.
1: Yeah. So I think we'll try to keep this for as a fairly short episode for you guys today. Things we are for sure going to cover are... The tickets, how do you get them? How does that distribution process look like? The food, um, the crowds, characters, fireworks, and then just our overall experience. So hopefully that's interesting for you guys. We asked on Instagram and and it did seem like this is something that you guys wanted to hear about. So we're excited to jump into it. Like Catherine said, we flew down on like Monday night late.
0: Got in at probably 930
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, woke up on Tuesday, spent all day at the resorts, which was really nice because we haven't done that in so long of just having a resort day. So we actually wore ourselves out going to the resorts way more than I thought we would.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, we've talked about this in the past, but we expected to just like go and sit around and turns out we're not sit around people. Um, there was one point when we were at the Contemporary and Brendan wanted to go out on one of the fire escape balconies. We didn't think that's what it was. We thought it was just like a lookout balcony. And we got stuck out there and had to walk down the fire escape stairs. And we ended up in like a cast member only place. Like the laundry facilities. We were so lost. But, you know, do it for the gram.
1: Yeah, and we didn't even like those pictures very much.
0: Yeah, but, That's you the know, kicker. But whatever. anyway.
1: So... For those of you who aren't familiar, these Moonlight, Moonlight Magic events are actually free events that Disney Vacation Club puts on. So they put on, I do don't—I think, probably 10 a year now, or more than that with Disneyland included. Um, but all of the parks pretty much have two nights where Disney Vacation Club will rent out the entire park for the members. And so the distribution process works where if you have a hotel reservation on property, either um, using your DVC points or just a regular, if you're a DVC member and booked a regular cash room, you get first priority to get into Moonlight Magic, and then a week later they open it up for anybody else. So historically, Magic Kingdom has always been the easiest one to get to, mainly because the turnaround time is really quick. So they'll announce it in like late December or early January. And then the party, like you see happens very soon after about two months later. So not many people can get down there in that short amount of time. We probably shouldn't have been able to, but we did it anyway. (laughs) We made it work. So we were able to get tickets. Um, We might mention it later in the episode, but we hope we do have a resort reservation for the animal kingdom and lot magic in July. Yeah. But that one sells out every single year. So we're hoping that we can still get in because we Fingers have a resort cross. reservation. So like we said, it's it's free. What you get included, um, you can. the party starts at 9 o'clock. You can get into the park at 6 o'clock. So, of course, we did that right on the dot because we didn't have passes for the day. And then one of the cool things that they do is give you a meal voucher. And so the voucher was good for one entree. Do you remember all the restaurants that you could go to? It was mainly the quick service ones.
0: Yeah, I think all the quick service. um, Casey's Corner, Harbor House. What's the one that I hate?
1: Cosmic Rays. Cosmic
0: Rays, Pinocchio's, Village House. um, I know there's got to be like two more that I'm missing, I think. Pecos Bills. Pecos Bills. But they all started pretty much from six... And then there were a few that would close at 11, and then I think there were three that stayed open till midnight when it closed. And something that I kind of took note of was around 6, you know, we decided that we were going to eat early before the party actually started. A lot of people waited until the very end of the party.
1: Which I personally would not advise doing if you ever go to one of these events. The
0: lines were crazy.
1: The lines were crazy, and I would rather use the normal... Early admission hours, rather than when the party is actually going on to eat.
0: Yeah, because I remember we walked by um, Harbor House right, you know, right at nine, right when the party started, and the line just to get into Harbor House to order was like all the way around the corner up to where like the Tangled. Right?
1: Well, it was almost a Peter Pan.
0: Almost a Peter, yeah. Like, the,
1: where Peter Pan meets at the very end of that It queue. was
0: crazy. I mean, free food, I get it. But when we went right at six, it was just your normal kind of crowds.
1: Yep. So. I, I don't know if anybody would be interested. We ate at Pinocchio Village House. It was a compromise. Of course, I wanted Harbor House. Catherine wanted Casey's Corner. So, yeah. Pinocchio Village House was a.
0: We met in the middle.
1: Yeah. It was It was good. It was good. Yeah, Harbor House would have been better, but whatever. Oh my gosh,
0: we're not going into that. Um, the other thing about food that we want to talk about is, if you do get to go to this event, you actually get free Mickey bars. They don't have the sandwiches, so you get one choice. You get the um, the hard chocolate dipped. You know your classic Mickey bar. And they also give you the option. I think it's sugar free, dairy free. It's like a strawberry bar. And Brendan actually tried it.
1: It was good. It was more refreshing. I didn't really want chocolate and vanilla ice cream.
0: Yeah, it was rather not hot. Well, I guess it was hot during the day when we went. It was probably 70s, 80s, right?
1: Yeah. It Which was
0: surprising for February, we thought.
1: Yeah, I. Just, like, from viewing other people, like, on Instagram being down there, mm-hmm. I was expecting to wear jeans. And, like, <laughs> if I would have worn jeans, I would have been miserable.
0: Yeah. But they give away the Mickey bars. And we were surprised. You can only get them in one place. So you have to go all the way to the back of the park in the circus kind Storybook of area. Storybook circus. Storybook right. circus to get the Mickey bars. So the line looked really long, but of course with Disney, like I said you get one choice. They would just, you know, how many do you want? We saw some people carrying the whole cardboard box of Mickey bars. They would literally give you however many you wanted.
1: And I think there were 2 dozen in a box. I was trying to look.
0: And they would just shuffle you through. Liz, we we did get to bring my sister and her roommate in. My sister was upset that she didn't bring like a cooler or something to <laughs> try to bring some Mickey bars home.
1: Yeah. But that was Really cool. And you could go through that line as many times as you wanted.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The meal voucher, you just got one, but Mickey bars were
1: unlimited. Yep. So I think the next thing that we talk about is the crowds. Mm -hmm. Overall, you never felt congested in the parks or in the walkways or anything like that. Yeah. But this kind of leads into our next topic of characters. That's where everybody was.
0: I was going to say, if you were going to wait in a line, it would be to meet the characters. Any ride, you could just walk right on, you know, pick a ride, any ride, no wait. The food, like we said, at the end of the night, we saw wait. But, you know, for the fireworks, you could spread out and have all the room that you wanted. No problem there. Um, Yeah, Uh getting around, no issues. But characters, I think that's what most people go for.
1: Yeah. Like like Catherine said, we walk we rode Space Mountain three times or two times. Two times. Both times it's a five minute wait just because it takes you five minutes to walk <laughs> all the way back there. Yeah. I was a little I was a little salty because at the earlier Moonlight Magic on the fifth, we went on the twelfth, a week before, they opened up the re ride line of Space Mountain. They didn't do that for us. We probably would have taken advantage of it, but I didn't want to walk all the way out and then all the way back in.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we wanted to try to get a lot of stuff done.
1: Yeah. But if it would have just been right there.
0: We would have done it for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) But same thing with um, Big Thunder Mountain. It was just walk all the way through the queue. Mm -hmm. You had a little bit of a backup loading on, but they were running both sides, which I was surprised about.
0: Yeah, I mean, and when we walked down, I think the only wait was, you know, the people right in front of us got on. And then we just had to wait for the next train to come up. So it wasn't even a big wait, really.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the... I guess this crowd's conversation is kind of going to turn into rides, but whatever. We've been very public about our dislike of Seven Dwarves Mine Train. (laughs) But even that... Most of the time it looked like it had like a 10 to 20 minute wait. I would say that's the only thing that had a wait, but it also shut down during the middle of it.
0: It did break down. So right there at the beginning, we did have plans to ride it because, you know, we figured if we could, if we can just walk on, you know, might as well, because we're not willing to wait for it. But there was a wait for that one. And I think, I don't remember if we really looked. I want to say at one point in time, Peter Pan still had... A little bit of a wait so we didn't do that one either but i guess those are the two that you can kind of always expect to have the longer waits in magic kingdom
1: mm-hmm. so it
0: makes sense yeah but we didn't do those
1: yeah but like i never felt congested never felt even the, to get on the monorail after the event was not crazy it was really easy yeah yeah which is usually like I despise that.
0: (laughs) It is because they're just, I mean, they're herding you like cattle at the end of the night, you know, just get out, squeeze on, whatever. But we went to the transportation and ticket center because we rode with my sister and it was not a bad wait. And then we got right on the little buggy thing to take you back to your car. What do they call that?
1: (laughs) Shuttle car. Shuttle,
0: whatever. And that was easy too. Tram. That's the word tram. Yeah. So really easy, Um, but the characters, so I guess this is probably the thing that definitely gets the most hype. Um, Whenever you see something about Moonlight Magic on Instagram, you know, or any of your favorite social media people, you probably always see characters the most. I mean, hands down, because it is cool to see all of them. So they had a really, I think they had a, a good wide variety of characters at this party. Um, Mary Poppins, Bert, and the Penguins were all together. Um, Clarabelle, and then Horace, and then, of course, Mickey and Minnie. They had Jafar, and then Jack Sparrow, and Angelica, and Adventureland.
1: And then over the rest of the park, then, Frontierland, they had Goofy and Chippendale, but they were in, like, western wear.
0: Yeah, they were cute.
1: Um, and then Clara Cluck.
0: Mm-hmm. Which
1: is actually one that we got to meet her.
0: She had no line. No I line. I think at she all. was kind of hidden.
1: She was. She's kind of short. Yeah. Um, in Liberty Square, you had Dr. Facilier and Lewis, the alligator. Fantasyland was where most of the characters were. So Jay Worthington, Foulfellow, and Gideon. Um, those are from Pinocchio, if you're not familiar.
0: And they had a bonus, um, Stromboli.
1: Yep, Stromboli was out as well. He always had a decent line.
0: He, Yeah, he definitely had a long line. So we just kind of looked at him from a distance. He was Uh, kind of scary.
1: Yeah, so this this is worth mentioning that if you see like a a brochure from the event or a guide map, they have the announced characters, but then they also have unannounced characters. So we'll try to remember all those as well. The biggest one in Fantasyland.
0: Hands down, biggest one.
1: Megara, Pain, and Panic. We'll talk about that in a second. Then they had a lot of princesses with their princes slash significant others.
0: They're all princes.
1: Is Beast a prince?
0: He turns into a prince.
1: All right. So you had Belle and Beast, Ariel and Prince Eric, Snow White and Prince Florian.
0: Is that his name? I don't know. Prince Charming. Isn't he Prince Charming?
1: I don't know. Flor- One of them's from Sleeping Beauty. What? Her- I don't know. <laughs> no,
0: Philip is from Sleeping Beauty.
1: I think it's Florian.
0: I don't know. Someone will have to check us out on this one. Back check us. (laughs) We're going to go Google it as soon as we're done. I guarantee it.
1: Yep. Um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum were over next to the teapots. And then the witch from Snow White.
0: Yeah, the evil queen. And she was another one that was really scary. Oh, yeah. When you walked by here, it was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to stop and see her. Yeah. We did watch her for a while. We watched her interact with a little
1: girl. The little girl had a snow-white plush doll.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So that was funny.
1: Yeah. She was, like, acting like she was putting it in her big...
0: In her cauldron. Yeah. And trying to make it disappear. And the parents were definitely helping the conversation because she's wearing a mask. So it's not like your typical face character... So it was funny to watch like the parents try to decipher what the witch was trying to tell the little girl about her snow white. So we did stop and kind of see that interaction, but we didn't actually meet the witch.
1: Mm-hmm. We might mention this in as well. I'll go ahead and say it. What One thing that we noticed with these characters is that because they are rare, the character attendants a lot of times play a role in like helping you decipher what they're... They try to push the conversation along. You know? I agree. I don't think... Because these characters were so rare, they were as well-versed with them and knew how to push it along or what the character was trying to communicate.
0: Yeah. Well, I think really where we ran into that, we we did stop. and Like we said, we met Clara Cluck. And I don't know if this is like a sin to say, but... We don't really know anything about Clara Cluck.
1: I know she's in the um, Boot to You parade. (laughs) So,
0: So, again, so, you know, because we don't really know much about, like, her personality or what, I guess, she contributes to anything. When she's, you know, she was very animated, waving her wings all over the place and, you know, acting all dramatic. But we just didn't really know, like, what to say or how to interact with her and... I don't want to say it was awkward. I mean, maybe it was. We're kind of awkward people. But um, it was fun. But the character attendance, I don't really think, helped much. I don't know. They Maybe they just didn't know how to help our awkwardness. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, and sorry, I know I'm jumping all over the place. But to finish out the list of the announced characters, Phineas and Ferb were in Tomorrowland. We're... Oh,
0: I just skipped over that. That's my bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh That was at the very tail end of us watching Disney Channel, so I didn't watch them very much.
0: I watched a few episodes. Are they still making Phineas and Ferb? I don't know. I don't know either. But we never actually saw them. Most of these characters we actually saw, um, with the exception of Clarabelle Cow and Horace, Horsecaller, and who else didn't we see? Jay Worthington, Foulfeller, and Gideon. We didn't actually put our eyes on them. But everyone else we did actually see. So if, even if, you know, we didn't meet them, we were able to see them. So we thought that was good enough.
1: Yeah. So l- you want to share real quick which ones we did meet? It wasn't too many of them, actually. Uh,
0: yeah. Again, the lines.
1: So Louis the Lewis the Alligator was the very first ones that we got in line for before the party actually started. We maybe waited 10 minutes to 15, meet. 10, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was so much fun.
0: He was fun. He definitely had a big personality and we were familiar with him and his movie, Princess and the Frog. So that was a good time. Um, The girls, I will say in front of us, definitely had a good time meeting him. I think that's something else that we kind of took away from this event are, no offense to these DVC people, but they definitely take their time. They were in no hurry. Um, And that's kind of something that we saw across the board Whenever people would meet these characters, I mean, they got group shots. They got individual shots. They got single shots. They, you know, had a five-minute conversation with the character. And by all means, that's great. But there were points of time where it was kind of like, okay, let's move this along. But they're having a good time. We had a good time. But that is something that we noticed for sure.
1: Yeah. So with Louis... He'd like smack people with his tail, mm-hmm. act like he was playing the trumpet. We asked him, you know, why wasn't this a concert, and he said we have to go see him at the castle stage show. Yeah, he
0: needs a bigger crowd.
1: Yeah, so he was a lot of fun. We did not meet Doctor Facilier; he was right next to him, but we met him in Disneyland, um, and that was a really great interaction. Mm-hmm. So we, his line was a little bit longer. Yeah, um, um, Claire yeah. Cluck.
0: Claire Cluck.
1: I'm just now starting to realize that <laughs> we met almost <laughs> no characters. I
0: know. That's kind of sad.
1: So we met some of the unannounced ones, though.
0: We did. hmm
1: So we met Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde.
0: They were over at the dance party.
1: Yeah. There's a dance party in Tomorrowland. If you've ever been to Mickey's Not So Scary, same setup, mm-hmm. same deal um, over there. And then the two that, well, the one that we are most excited about, I think, was Captain Gantu from Lilo and Stitch. And then Hamsterville. Dr. Hamsterveal, or I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Truth be told, we're not. I think he's from Lilo and Stitch the series.
0: Which I watched as a kid, but I did not remember him. But So we weren't really worried about him, but Captain Gantu is really t- cool. He was tall. Um, it was kind of funny to watch him try to dance with his long limbs. Mm. Um, but he was fun. I would say the best one over there was definitely Nick Wilde. Oh yeah. He was so animated and it was great. Um, because it is a dance party, you know, and then it's obviously geared towards children. They played the baby shark song, which I'm sure you've all heard because it's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And he was so hilarious. He was, like, covering his ears and, you know, make it stop and, like, what is this? What are we doing? Just very dramatic about the whole thing. So I think Brendan got some funny pictures and videos of him just being dramatic. Judy Hopps was, of course, more happy and bubbly and, you know, interacting with, like, the kids who were actually dancing. And we just watched Nick (laughs) Wilde.
1: Yeah. And uh, during the chicken dance, he was, like, half-heartedly doing it. Yeah. like, he's too cool for it, which is which is great. Very
0: much his personality. Oh, yeah. So, I guess we kind of talked about it, but back to Megara, Pain, and Panic. That was definitely, you know, the group of characters that we were the most excited to meet. Because we are big Hercules fans. We've talked about that quite a bit um, in our podcast and in talking to our other guests. So, we kind of knew going into the party, that was, like, a must-do. And, of course, like, Brendan had a plan that he was going to wait in line. But then, you know, we get there, and things change, and we ended up wanting to watch the Happily Ever After fireworks, which we've never seen before. And by the time we walked over to the line, they had set up a queue, but it was kind of all the way back to... um What's that called?
1: Enchanted Tales with Belle. Yes,
0: Enchanted Tales with Belle. And we were like, well, we're going to get in line. It's 820 at this point. And my sister and her roommate decide, you know, they're going to take one for the team. They're going to wait in line and we're going to go try to hop on a ride or something real quick. So they do that for us. And that's when we got to go over and meet Louis. And they moved quite a bit right there at the beginning, like right when it got to nine o'clock. But then they kind of reached a standstill. We went and joined them in line and hung out with them for a little while. And I want to say we were in line for maybe 45 minutes or an hour. And we just didn't move like at all. I mean, maybe three or four steps max, but the line was just not moving. So I kind of freaked out, not like freaked out, but I decided that's not where I wanted to spend all my time. My sister and her roommate, Paloma, decided they did want to stay in line. So they stayed, um, and they were actually waiting until 11.30 to meet Megara Pain and Panic. So, so at an 8.20. Hour, an
1: a- three hours and ten minutes.
0: Which, to me, is, I mean, Wow. And they were, because it was getting so late, they were starting to, you know, try to figure out where to cut the line off and this and that. And, of course, there were a lot of people behind them. So I'm not exactly sure how all that went down. But um, they got out just in time to come join us for the fireworks.
1: And they so were a few minutes late to the fireworks. They
0: were a few minutes late. They missed kind of the opening. We did make sure to bring them some Mickey bars, and they made friends with the two— Guys behind him, so we brought them some Mickey bars. Also, they said they enjoyed their time because they did make some new friends. And luckily, they live there and work there, so they didn't really mind. But you know, if I was just a normal guest, I would, I definitely would have just abandoned ship like we did.
1: Yeah. So I think there's a couple of key takeaways that you can learn from that. First thing, because we were the second Magic Kingdom moonlight. Magic, party, everybody knew how everything was set up beforehand because everybody could check it out on social media the week before. So you know, as soon as people walked through the gates the week before, there were already pictures up of the guide map and the times and everything. So so everybody was in the same boat as us, where they had pretty much a week to make their plan. Mm-hmm. And we had kicked around the idea of getting in line to meet the Megara Pain and Panic at like 7.30 was about the earliest that we had considered doing it. But even then, we're like, we are not waiting an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, that just just seemed crazy to us. I mean, because we flew all the way down there and it was only six hours. And how do you justify that? But people were. When we walked into Pinocchio's to eat, there were people... In line.
1: They were before six. They hadn't yeah. been they well, had Well, not been. before six. I bet they were.
0: I mean, I, it's possible, I guess.
1: So maybe we didn't explain it very well at the beginning of this. They were behind the castle in Fantasyland at one of those castle walls that they have, and it's the one closest to Pinocchio's village house.
0: Mm-hmm. So like right in front of Enchanted Tales with Bill.
1: Yeah, kind of it yeah, where it turns right there. Mhm. Um, isn't that where the seven dwarves met there one year for not so scary?
0: I don't know. Not the year I went, but potentially. I
1: think they have been there before. Yeah. But anyway, that just hopefully kind of gives you your bearings about how far that line was. And then it just switched back. Next thing. I know it's very easy when you're standing in that line to critique how they're putting this on. And we definitely, I mean, we'll put our hand up. We complained while we are in that line because, like Catherine said earlier with our experience with Lewis, people were taking a very, very long time Mm -hmm. taking their pictures. And I just feel like, I don't know, maybe we can't say because we never got that moment to meet them. And maybe you just, they're so much fun that you, you just have to live it up and be in that moment and see how long you can make it last. I just feel if you see the line is that long, you kind of have to be considerate.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think it also goes back to just, like, maybe that's the job of, like, the character attendance to maybe, like... Move things along or help people ahead of time. Like, where is your camera? Is what you know. Get out your autograph books. Just little things like that that might take time. And I'm not saying by any means that the character attendants weren't doing their job because I think they were. But I think there's just little things like that sometimes that can be done too to help. So yeah, I mean, three in, three hours and ten minutes is just mind boggling.
1: Yeah. The last thing. That goes along with that is that I almost wish that it was just pain and panic. I know Meg is a very sought after, but because she's a face character.
0: That did. I do agree that that probably made it last longer.
1: Because her breaks have to be much longer to reapply makeup or to whatever it might be. Talk
0: to Hades, Brendan. To go talk to to Hades.
1: Yeah. Because that's what we kept saying is they were taking these. 30-minute break. It was 15 minutes, 15 minutes, and then they took a 30-minute break. Mm hmm And we were thinking, like, why don't they just have somebody, like, ready to roll out immediately when they see this line? But I think what we learned from talking from other people, because Meg is a face character.
0: They can't do that.
1: They can't do that.
0: So you you learn something new every day, apparently. We learned a lot about character meet and greets (laughs) and how all that operates. Um, But really, the last big thing, and this was probably both of our favorite part of the whole event, to be honest, it was the fireworks show. So at 8 o'clock, you know, they still do the Happily Ever After show. But again, at 1130, they do just a special DVC fireworks show. And it's not as much of the projection, like what they typically do now, It was very jam-packed, lots of fireworks, which is what I like. And it was amazing.
1: The soundtrack was really great because it was a lot of old-school songs, like things that we like. Mm -hmm. I can't remember any specific examples, (laughs) to be honest. But they were like redone, like pop style.
0: Yeah, so like some examples would be like the Demi Lovato version of you know let it go and just that kind of thing you know whenever um if you listen to any of the soundtracks they always pick like a celebrity um john legend and ariana grande doing the tale oldest time just different ones like that so it was a nice twist
1: mm-hmm. but honestly one of the best parts is that you could stand anywhere in the hub that you wanted to we were We weren't early enough to get straight in line with the partner statue, like right behind it. There There were um, some
0: other people who had a tripod line set up.
1: We called that photography row. Yeah. (laughs) We were just a little bit to the right, but it was still, it was the best firework spot that we've ever got.
0: Completely, you know, no children on shoulders, completely unobstructed view. It was very nice. Yeah. Lots of room to spread out. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we maybe showed up 10 minutes before and had time to set up the tripod, pick our exact spot of where we wanted to be. We took some, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I kind of am, humble brag. (laughs) I took some awesome photos.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. I think um, I was happy because my sister finally got to join us again and watch most of the fireworks. They... Said they took their picture and then they sprinted over to where we were. We told them where we were standing. So they really probably only missed the first couple minutes, but it was fun. And it was a lo- it, I thought it was a long fireworks show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, just a few, it was, you know, a full, drawn out thing. And I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. I think kind of we've shared over, overall, you know, Opinions and experience throughout the episode, but I mean just to nail it home I thought it was a blast. I would absolutely do that not immediately again for a quick 30s <laughs> we were exhausted I went to work we we landed in Nashville at um, eight thirty and I went to work afterwards so we, we were, were zombies we were dead we had to be at the airport at what time
0: we left I think at five o'clock we didn't go to sleep until like two o'clock or something or one thirty and we woke up at four thirty. I don't know. It all blurs together now.
1: But I think it was a very enjoyable experience. If you're not a character person, I feel like it'd be the perfect event.
0: Yeah, we were talking about that. Brendan's parents obviously they just like to ride the rides and they like to eat. You get free food and you just walk on the rides. So that would be perfect. For anyone like that. Or even, you know, if you just want to take a look at the characters, I mean, just see them as you walk by.
1: And it was really cool. Yeah, we actually, we would just, like, stand off, which is probably not, like, something that they want you to do. Uh But, like, as a new family was walking up, before they got in the shot, we would take pictures of all the characters.
0: Which, I mean, I don't think that's frowned upon. I mean, there's no, like, rule that you can't do that. Mm -hmm. But I guess just overall... We would definitely do it again. I think it's helpful knowing that with some of those bigger characters, the expectation, you know, we thought we could do so many things and we could meet all the characters. And I think you do have to go in with the mindset that you have to pick a few that you are willing to wait for. And if it's a big deal, you definitely need to plan out that time. But anything past that is really just... You know, like a bonus, I guess.
1: Yeah, I would say probably a lot of our listeners have been to some sort of ticketed event, whether it's a Halloween party at either of the parks or at a Christmas party or even the Disney after hours events. And I think there a lot of the material that you read in preparation tells you those similar things that you have to pick and choose what you want to do. So I think a similar mindset is necessary for this. It's less people than a Mickey's Not So Scary, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But they're they're all, everybody's there for the characters.
0: Yeah, everyone's there for the same reason.
1: I mean, and everybody in line was saying, this is longer than Jack and Sally's meet and greet. Yes,
0: everyone, especially in the pain and panic line, of course, but they were all comparing it to that. So if you have been to one of the... Halloween events and you, and you've braved the line for Jack and Sally, then you'd probably do well at this event, mm-hmm. just, you know, expectation wise.
1: Yeah. So last things I wanted to share. And I think obviously more than just DVC members want to go to these types of events. And the good thing is, is that it is possible for a non DVC member to go. You just have to make some new friends. <laughs> and that's not to be discouraging and by any means whatsoever, because we met some of our past guests in the park there who are not DVC members.
0: We met some future guests.
1: <laughs> we met some future guests in there who are not DVC members. And just walking around and talking with people. There were a lot of people who were there. So each DVC member gets themselves plus three other people. And so, you know, especially some of these local DVC members can a lot of times have open slots to be able to take you. So we really hope that anybody who wants to go to this type of event gets the chance to because it really is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I would agree. And I think it's also good, too, that they do have so many of these events throughout the year. So even if maybe you miss one, you know, maybe you have the opportunity to go to a different park and kind of experience that or, you know, just wait for the next year. Because they've definitely changed the way that they do this event. So I think that's helped, you know, getting more people in, you know, a wider variety of people.
1: Mm -hmm. They used to do the member plus six guests.
0: Which is a crazy ton of people.
1: Yeah. To me, to me that's a lot well, of people. Well, it's the same number of people, but it was less parties. So now more parties are able to get into it. You just get less guests. But if you guys have any questions about the event or if you're going to any events in the future, of course, we've. Ne- this is the only one we've been into. Hopefully, we'll be at Animal Kingdom later this year. But we'd love to try to answer any questions. Or meet up with you. Yeah. Or meet up with anybody. Unfortunately, our two tickets for July are spoken for, so we apologize. But hopefully, if we get
0: them, we don't even know if we have them. But
1: yeah, but hopefully, in the future, we can meet up with you guys at these types of events.
0: So, this was a lot of fun. I hope, um, even with our rambling and kind of back and forth, you're able to follow. Everything and like Brendan said, if you have any questions, definitely reach out. You know, ask us about it. And we like talking about all of this stuff. Obviously, it was a lot of fun. So, thanks for listening, and um, we hope you tune in again on Thursday. Yep. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to
1: Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.